0: Welcome to the Gymnastics Mindset Academy podcast, where we develop happy, healthy gymnasts who know how to win. Let's get started.
1: Hey everybody, this is Coach Stacy. I'm here with Coach Allie, and this week we're continuing on digging into season goals and how to help your gymnasts crush their goals. And um, we are talking about really what we kind of referred to as the scientific method. So you figured out the goals and then you figured out the actual actions that you maybe want to take or the things that need to be improved. But then sometimes there just gets to be a lot of drama and instead we want to focus it on what we call the math or the science of it. So Allie,
2: you want to explain? Yeah, I'm a big science nerd and honestly a lot of you have probably heard of the scientific method and we really I mean, we follow that through and I make them do an if then statement with like a hypothesis, if then, and it's super fun because they can relate it to a school as well. And they're like, oh yeah, I can see how trying, because they all kind of have this, like, if I try something new, then it might go poorly and they have this fear of it going bad. But when they can see it as the scientific method, oh, if they're trying something new, trying to understand what, they was good from it and what they want to take with and what maybe didn't work out so that they can try a new question and a new hypothesis, then that allows them to be more open-minded to making some of these changes and some of these actions that they wrote. Because some of the actions that they write, they're like, okay, I'm not really sure how to do this or if I can do this. And that's how we get them started. So the first thing that we have them do is like, just like ask the question and asking the question could be, Anything of like, um, why can't I go up on my vault higher? Okay. And then if I can't get more height on my vault, maybe they come up, they look at their like actions list and they're like, okay, here are some things that I thought might help me get there turning over the round off more, getting their shoulders open more, blocking, getting their chest up, whatever it is. There could be so many different options. And um, maybe they even narrow it down into like squeezing their butt on the board. Like it could be something super simple. And so then I have them write an if then. Okay, if I squeeze my butt on the board, then I will get higher on my vault. And then all they have to do is go try it and then write down if it worked or not. I have them literally, like I tell them like at practice or at the end of practice, like write down like what went well and what didn't go well, what they thought worked and what they didn't think worked and just like observe it from this like sciency type way and not this like I did good or bad like this. Oh, I'm testing this to see the science behind what worked and what didn't. So then they look at all that evidence and then they just create a new if then. Okay. Maybe they decided that they want to keep squeezing their butt, but they want to try and get off their hands quicker. Maybe they decided they want to try a new keyword, but then they try a new if then and they continue to gather evidence. And it creates this cycle of, you know, when you get in that rut with an athlete where they do the same thing over and over and over and over again. And you're like, why are we making zero changes? And half the time it's because. Either they haven't picked one thing to try and understand how it changes within the big picture, or they like don't actually understand how to do make a change, in order for that to happen. And so both of those things can kind of get answered when you start trying if then statements. So Stacey, how do you kind of implement this with your that you're coaching? So I kind of usually say
1: like if you had to guess, what would be the one action you could take that's most likely to get you whatever that result that you wanted was and then they'll be like I don't know and I'm like just guess just if you had to guess one thing and so then they guess one thing and I'm like okay now let's design an experiment to see if that is is that a drill that you need to do is that do you need to get your coach to video you doing that do you um you know just need your coach to watch and give you feedback. Like, what do you need to do? What kind of experiment are we going to create to like, see if that works. And so then they'll figure out what their experiment is going to be. And I'm like, okay, then you go run the experiment and you got to run it enough times that you actually have data. So like I have one gymnast who's been struggling with, um, flipping her, flipping her vaults. Well, she wasn't, you know, she spent most of practice not flipping any. And I'm like, but then you're not getting enough data for us to know what's making the difference or not. If you go nine times and you only flip one, that's not enough data to run an experiment. And so we, we would like talk through like, oh, okay. She was kind of feeling like she had to make all of the changes. And we're like, no, we're just making one, one change. You're going to flip the vault, see what happens, see if that helps, see if that didn't. Um, And so Then they get the data and then they, you know, they do it again. But when we do this, the idea is to help them go, the point is not to get everything right. The point is to see if making this one change helps or doesn't help towards the result you're trying to create. Mm -hmm. And I really like to try to get them to go from the emotion of curious
2: Mm -hmm.
1: or of interested So I try to help them get to thoughts like, I'm curious to see if I squeeze my butt on the vault, if that, then it will make my vault higher. Mm -hmm. I'm interested to find out, you know, whatever, like the, I try to really get them to go from curious and interested because automatically when you say curious or interested, you're no longer um, invested into the result. You're just curious. And if the result doesn't work, it's fine. You were just curious. And when you're curious, you're not like, it has to work out one way or the other. You just want to know which way it works out. When you're interested in learning, you don't care if the, the learning is like a specific thing. You just want to know one way or the other. And so they can be curious about it. And then when it doesn't work, then it's not like, oh, I failed. It's just like, Okay. We were just curious. Turns out that one, wasn't it? Let's be curious about a different one. So that's really the approach that I really try to help them take is learning how to be really curious, how to try a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that we do always say is that success is only built upon a pile of failures. So Allie, do you want to unpack that a tiny bit more? (laughs) Yeah. Just
2: like you are, I always tell them as a gymnast, you're going to fall. Like that is the reality. If you never, ever fall as a gymnast, I you're alien, right? Like you are going to try new things and then you're going to fall and you're going to mess up And the more times you fall and mess up, the more times you learn what's helping you and what's not helping you. And that pile of failing and that pile of messing up is what actually gets you to learn how to do it. And so that's what Stacey means by it's built on a pile of failures. Like that is the, because you have to try it in order to figure out what's going well and what's not right. And so it's, it's hard for them to, uh, grasp that. I mean, even yesterday was so funny. They finished their beam assignments and I had them trying new skills and I just told them I wanted to them to all move up a beam because they were looking really good. It was stuff they had been doing. And I was like, I want everyone to just try and move up a beam today or move the panel mats today or try something new. And they're all like, do we have to make three? I was like, I'm not expecting. If I was a coach expecting your first one ever to be perfect, then I'd be a bad coach. I just want you to try it just attempt it and have some fun and encourage each other. And they were all like, okay. And then half of them ended up moving up to the high beam because they had no pressure of, I have right. to make this and they have to be perfect. So it was just yeah. kind of fun and allowing them to realize that failing is okay because that's going to get them to the point of learning. And yeah. Getting it.
1: yeah, we really try to redefine that failing isn't like a lot of times in our culture and especially in gymnastics, it's like failing is final. <laughs> <laughs> and failing is is a bad thing that you kind of have to just learn how to accept, but really failing is actually the process to learning so that you can get to success. You can't learn something new without failing to get there. And when you, when you try to get there without failing, you usually don't, you don't get there. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're like, it's not just that failing is acceptable and that it's okay. Failing is literally the process and the way that we, How's it is in the scientific method where failing is just part of the experiment and sometimes experiments fail and sometimes they don't and every single time we learn but if you have drama about it where it's like well I tried that and it didn't work you're not learning anything new from it which means you're not going to get to that success part Mm -hmm. so that's where we kind of put it all together so, all right, next week, we are going to be talking about celebrating the final key ingredient on reaching My your goals. This is, <laughs> this is Coach Allie's jam. So we'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for tuning in. Everyone says that gymnastics is 80% mental, but most gymnasts spend very little time training their brain. You've seen it a thousand times where a gymnast can do her skills physically, but her fear and doubt are holding her back. Or she does amazing routines in practice, but her nerves get the best of her in competition. We would love to help your gymnast have productive practices and confident competitions. We know they need to get maximum results in the shortest time possible. So we've created short, effective lessons and coaching that fit between practice and the rest of life. We have courses and coaching programs for individual gymnasts and gymnastics teams that are based on proven behavioral science you can be confident in and results that speak for themselves. Invest in the one thing that will have the greatest impact on your gymnast success, their mind. Check us out at gymnasticsmindsetacademy.com.